Hey, what's up guys? Brian here with another episode of the Dog Training Secrets Podcast. On this episode, we're going to go over household with multiple dogs. So how do we teach our dogs in a way that allows our pups to thrive in everyday real world settings so that us and our dogs are able to do more of what we want together without the added stress? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Brian Gallardo and welcome to the Dog Training Secrets Podcast. Whenever we first decide to bring another dog into our household, first it's critically important to ensure that your first dog, the dog that has been living in your home longer, is trained first. The last thing you want is to bring uh, another dog that is untrained into a household with another untrained dog. That's just a recipe for disaster or failure. Um, But one of the most important parts is first ensuring that before you bring in another dog into your household, First, you want to ensure that the current dog inside your home is trained, meaning that you're able to effectively communicate to your dog to move away, create some space, sit down, go to bed, stay there, and ensuring that your current dog has no issues with other dogs, right? If you have a dog that is reactive, unsure towards other dogs, bringing another dog into the household is probably not the best idea. Likewise, if you also have a dog that is not trained, bringing another untrained dog into the household is probably not a good idea as well. It's just a recipe for disaster because then you're just going to be problem solving. The number one um, issue with multiple dogs inside a household is first competition, competition over resources, affection, um, and creating and establishing a hierarchy between your dogs, right? One of the most important things we want to ensure is that there is no competition, right? Ensuring that your dogs have a clear understanding that everything essentially goes through you. Teaching your dogs that you are essentially, for lack of better words, a leader, right? You're putting yourself in the position to lead and guide your dogs on how to behave around each other inside the household, right? Meaning that whenever they're inside the household, the last thing you want is competition over resources, right? That's usually the number one reason for dog fights, which is, for example, if there's one bone and you have three dogs, first thing that's going to happen is if all three dogs want that one bone, they're going to start competing. And it's not uncommon to see fights uh, break out due to competition over resources. So the first thing you want to establish is ensuring that both or however many dogs that you do have in your household are comfortable around resources and that you have multiple resources for each dog. Second thing you want to establish is sort of like you want to start creating and intertwining your new dog um, with your old dog's routine, right? You want to start balancing both your dogs or how many dogs you have in the household is start including them in your day-to-day routine. Please ensure that um, the dog that has been living longer does get a treatment first. Make sure that you satisfy your dog's innate natural needs. Um, and then what you want to do is then once your uh, the dog that has been living longer inside the household has been satisfied, Make sure you focus one-on-one time with your new dog. Yes, it's great if uh, you have a dog that you know loves other dogs and whatnot, and if it's also great if your new dog loves other dogs. But one of the most important part parts of um, training any dog, especially when you have multiple dogs inside a household, 
um, is establishing and creating relevancy within yourself. It's great that your dogs love each other, but if your your dog's only outlet is your other dog, then you'll quickly realize that when it comes to listening to you, the new dog will quickly focus on your other dog. So be sure to cut out both times, uh, times where you're able to have one-on-one time with both your dogs, as well as cutting out some time where you allow both your dogs to interact. Be sure to always monitor your dog's interaction early on. The last thing you want to do is let both the, you know, especially if you're bringing in a new dog, the last thing you want to do is allow that new dog to just go in and directly interact with your other dog, right? Because you don't know how they're going to respond. You want to set them up for success. So instead, easiest thing to do, especially if your older dog is trained, send your trained dog to his place, bed, whatever command you normally use, have him lay there. And while you're doing that, you're going to start playing with your new dog, giving him rewards around your other dog. When you start realizing that, wow, my other dog, uh, my my uh, older dog doesn't really care about this, small, this newer dog and the newer dog isn't fixated, then you start giving them a bit more freedom as time goes on. But the last thing you want to do is oh, let your both the dogs roam free for what say you leave for work and you just leave them out in the living room for eight hours a day that is the absolute last thing you want to do because you're setting them up to fail instead be sure to uh, put yourself in the position where you're able to guide both your dogs to make the right decision and learn how to behave around each other and that is the big secret for today when it comes to multiple uh, living in the household with multiple dogs Make sure that you prevent any competition over resources. Make sure that you create relevancy within yourselves and put yourself in a position to help both the dogs, uh, help guide both the dogs. Now, guys, if you guys enjoyed this episode, feel free to leave us a review on whatever platform you guys are listening on. And we'll see you in our next one.